In this episode of the podcast, we talk all things brand ambassador programs, what sort of businesses are using them, who's benefiting from them, and some of the things that you should look to include in your agreements. Remember, on this podcast, nothing is legal advice, but as always, feel free to get in touch if you're interested in some specific advice. Let's dive right in. I'm Tegan, an Australian commercial lawyer who specialises in all things social media legals. I spend my days documenting agreements between influencers and brands and advising on disclosure requirements for influencer marketing campaigns as well as social media competitions. If you're a brand that uses influencers to help build brand awareness, trust and make sales, or you're an influencer that promotes the products and services of another business, this podcast is for you. And if you like free stuff, head to sociallawco.com.au forward slash ebook to pick up our free legally compliant campaigns ebook. You're listening to the Social Law Co podcast. Welcome back to another week of the Social Law Co podcast. I'm so glad that you've decided to join us again. This week, we're going to talk all things brand ambassadors. Now, brand ambassador programs I've seen recently being quite popular with growing brands using particularly micro-influencers. So these are programs that are set up um, and on the brand's website commonly, there will be a application to apply to become a brand ambassador. And as part of that, you will be able to view the terms for the brand ambassador arrangement and sign up to be considered to be a brand ambassador. Um, that at that point allows the brand then to, to consider each of these um brand ambassador wannabes for want of a better word and consider all the good things like brand alignment and um, the intention for the specific campaign and decide which of those brand ambassador wannabes, again for want of a better word, um, they would like to bring on board in their program. So this has been quite popular in recent months um, and we've prepared quite a few of these sort of brand ambassador arrangements. Um, each one has been quite different, I would have to say, in terms of, you know, remuneration for the brand ambassadors, um, as well as what they're required to provide to the brand in exchange for that remuneration or benefits. Um, but there are probably a few things that we can highlight as being the key issues that you would need to consider if you wanted to have a look at this sort of program. So obviously, um, you won't necessarily know who's going to sign up for this. So obviously, having the brand ambassadors complete all of their details, including their social media handles that they're intending to post to so that you can actually, as a brand, look at those accounts and decide whether or not it's a good alignment for your brand. So that's one of the first things that would need to be included in the application, for example. Some of the other things that you would want to look at and consider including in your agreement would be uh, the products or the services that you're intending the brand ambassador to promote. Um, also, the brand ambassador requirements. So if it's a requirement to create content and post that to social media, it might sound like a given, right? Um, but there's so many specifics that come with that. For example, which social media account? At which times and on which dates are they required to post? Or at what frequency if it's not 
you know, one one post on this date and another post on this date, it might be that there's to be five posts in a month. They might be stories. They might be grid posts. It could be any number of things that you're wanting the brand ambassador to provide. So it's quite important to articulate that in your agreement and make sure that the brand ambassador knows what's required of them and, you know, give some thought to what you actually want out of your campaign and make sure that you're documenting that properly. So that's another consideration. The other thing is obviously the remuneration or the or the benefits that are uh, the brand ambassador might become entitled to. So this might be simply a payment of a fee. It may be that they're paid in free product or in free services. There could be any number of things that they could receive as part of this, but it's important to cover it off in your agreement. Another thing you might want to consider, and you probably see it a lot on social media, are branded hashtags. So for example, um, you will obviously have to use all the normal disclosures, including if it's a paid partnership, you will need to use the branded content tools available on platforms like Instagram, as well as obviously the recommended hashtags like hashtag ad, for example, or um, hashtag brand ambassador. There are a number of th- different hashtags you could include and that you are in some ways required to include. However, there may be other hashtags that you want to use as that's you know, becomes relevant to your brand. So having a look at those and including those of the agreement are important as well as how you actually want them to use it. It may be in some situations as part of the program, you as a brand would re- require pre-approval or sign-off requirements in relation to content. So if that's the case, that should most certainly be covered in your agreement. Ambassador restraints might be another one. It may very well be that during the course of their brand ambassador program, they will agree not to post about competing brands and you may wish to actually spell out what that means. So for example, if you're a skincare company, you're probably not going to want them to post about how great your moisturizer is on one day and the next day they're posting about somebody else's moisturizer. So having clear terms around that um, and obviously making sure that they're only getting paid to say something that's correct and making it clear that they are being paid to say it. So making sure that they are being open and honest in their post is part of your agreement. It's also really important to consider how you intend to use the brand ambassador's content. For example, do you want to repost it to your own social media account? Do you want to use it on your website? Or is there a specific publication that you intend to also use it in? Can you use it as a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad? All of these things should be considered and set out in the agreement. It's important in relation to intellectual property. If you want to, as a brand, own the rights to the intellectual property, for example, there should be an assignment of that intellectual property from the brand ambassador to the brand. All of these are relevant considerations for determination and inclusion in your agreement. Another thing to consider is how long they're going to remain as brand ambassadors. It might be that they are three-month terms, might be a one-year term. It might be ongoing until it's terminated by one of the parties. This is important to include in the agreement, as well as any other specific rights to terminate in certain situations that you might want to cover off. Also, don't forget to think about how you can attract the success of your campaign. For example, things like discount codes can be used, but you'll need to think about this before so that you can ensure that it's covered off in your agreement. 
We've covered issues on how to track campaigns in the podcast episode with Nikki Hamilton. In many cases, I will see there's usually at least one or two other unique points for inclusion and that's specific to the brand requirements. So as you can see, there's a lot to cover and it's different for each campaign. I don't think I've ever prepared two the same. If you want to talk about how to actually create a brand ambassador agreement for your program and how it can work in relation to ambassadors applying to become part of your program, do feel free to get in touch. In the initial instance, we will usually send you a brand ambassador fact sheet, which sets out some of these issues that are important for inclusion and prompts you to provide answers to them. So if it's something that you're interested in, do feel free to get in touch. If you want more information about using brand ambassadors or influencers in general, we have a lot of blog posts on our website in relation to the issue. So feel free to also jump over to the website and check those out. That's all for today, guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed that episode, I would love you to hit subscribe on the Social Law Co podcast and leave a review. Don't forget, you can head to sociallawco.com.au forward slash ebook to pick up your freebie. Until next time.